Hello, this, uh, my name is Sophia Tollefson, and this is our first episode of the awesome alumni series for the Chattercast, and I'm here with our newest guest. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Maham Asmani. I recently graduated Walnut last year, 2019, and I'm now a second year at Ohio State. Awesome. That is so cool. What are you studying there? I'm a health sciences major on the pre-med track, and I'm a religious studies minor. Very cool. Um, so we're here to talk about some of your art, uh, specifically an Instagram account and, you know, some fundraising that you've been doing. Can you walk us through that whole thing? Yeah. So actually it started off when I was in, well, the artwork started off when I was in Walnut. Um, when I was a junior, I took AP art and we had to have kind of like a theme in our artwork. And so something that I've always like been passionate about has been like activism and like just trying to see how we can limit the injustice that happens. And so the theme of my art was people of color, and it was because literally the drawings I was making was made out of color, but also because I was trying to represent minorities in my work. And so over the summer, um, especially the Black Lives Matter movement had reached a peak, and it's something that I've always felt passionate about, but felt like I didn't really do much about it personally. Um, I always like spoke out about it with my friends and like signed petitions, but there's something that I wanted to have that was just my own that was contributing towards it. And so I went back to the artwork that I had created and I kind of edited some of it to add some captions such as like, I can't breathe since that was a really important line that was said. And um, I made prints out of that artwork and I started selling them to like my friends, my families. I mean, Instagram account, I started advertising about it and all funds went to the official George Floyd fund. And through that, we made, I think a little over $400. And in order to make this grow and to make it not just about this cause, every month we're trying to seek out a different cause. So for example, like some of the next ones I've planned are like Yemen or the Uyghur crisis in China or what happened in Lebanon and just things like that. Just because I think this is something that's universal. It's not something that just one group of people should feel that it's pertinent to them, but it's something that's important to all of us because at the end of the day, it's all human life. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very impressed that you managed to raise so much money in such little time. Um, and your artwork is just absolutely incredible. Um, I know you already talked a little bit about your inspiration, but can you maybe dive into one of your favorite pieces or a piece that you really like if you can't pick a favorite and, you know, how you go about creating them, your inspiration, that whole thing? Yeah, so like how I started creating them was I would, I would literally just go through like kind of, kind of like textbooks and just find like random pictures of like people that I just thought like it had like a story to tell, story to tell. So for example, like, um, I don't know if you can see, but like one of the prints that I have, it's actually of Frederick Douglass. And I started off by making it just by first like sketching his face. And then I went back with ink and rice paper and dye and like tissue just to make it really colorful and to just emphasize the details. The people that I choose in my pieces, even if they're just like random people, um, I try to represent like all different minorities and also if they have like a specific expression in their face just because I really like to emphasize the emotion that's being shown. And then um, what I started doing is adding different slogans. So like I'm trying to make like each slogan kind of like representative of the movement that's happening. Um, and my favorite piece right now I think it would be like the I Can't Breathe ones I make. Um, there's one, like I said, the Frederick Douglass one and it's black and white. And it has like colors like blue, yellow, and red on it. So it really stands out. And then the writing is in red. And then the other one I made is like, really colorful. It's also it's of a girl kind of posing. Um, and it's all like 
made out of different colors and dyes. And again, it also says I can't breathe. So I think those right now are my favorite, but I don't necessarily always depict people. There's one I made that's also a scratch board and it's just the inside of a mosque. So even if it's not depicting people, I do try to just in some way, like try to tell the story of a certain culture. Yeah, very cool. I think you definitely succeed in doing that. Um, what message are you trying to spread spread through your art other than, you know, supporting this movement, supporting people, um, and obviously sharing different cultures, you know, what's this really deep hidden message? For me, I think it's the biggest thing is just unity and the fact that I think everyone should feel this way. Something that really drove me was the fact that I remembered a lot of my friends, like they would say like, oh yeah, like we believe in this too. Like we support, like we support all lives matter. We support, sorry, black lives matter. We support, you know, like that every human life is important. But then at the end of the day, it's kind of like just talk. Like when time came to do something about it, like they wouldn't do anything. Or when like we were grant, for example, with someone who like disagreed with us, they would kind of stay quiet. So I think the biggest thing is like, even if you don't have like your independent thing you're doing, just keeping in mind that your voice is the most important thing that when anyone, anytime anyone says something against something that you should be speaking up and that you shouldn't be quiet. So I think it's just sticking up for your beliefs that it shouldn't just be you saying that you're going to do something, but it's your actions behind it and that actually going ahead and speaking ahead about something that show that what you actually believe in is what you believe in. But yeah. Absolutely. I think that's such an important message. Um, are you working on any artwork right now? I know you mentioned that you're planning on raising money for maybe Yemen. Um, so is there any artwork in the works for that? Yeah, I actually do have some artwork um, that I'm working on for that. Like I said, a lot of the work is from my portfolio that I made in high school just because I don't have all the supplies right now. Um, but I'm going back and kind of editing and adding to it just to make it more relevant. So yes, I do have some pieces for the Yemen one. And then for other causes, I'm thinking of making some more artwork just so it's more like pertinent to the theme and like goes along with what it says. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, so it seems like uh, Walnut has really influenced your ability to do this. Um, do you want to talk at all about what you learned about Walnut, any of that impact? Yeah, I think actually Walnut was probably one of the biggest things that shaped who I am as a person. Um, before seventh grade, I went to a very small private school where only 10 people were in my class and everyone in my school was a family friend. And so going to Walnut was definitely out of my comfort zone, but because I saw like how much diversity was in the school, because every single teacher I had from seventh grade to senior year supported me in everything I did, I gained so much confidence and I was able to really figure out who I was as a person and to not be shy about it. Um, I remember like one teacher specifically, Miss June, I would talk to her every single day, even after class, even after I like finished her class, I would still visit her. And she always supported me a lot. And just kind of like just realizing that there's so many other people behind me and that I was never afraid to use my voice because there's so many people like that. But yeah, Mr. Stalker was my art teacher. So he definitely inspired me as well to just think outside of the box, my artwork. And then with Miss June and Mrs. Stalker both, just like kind of using my voice to show that it's not just art, but it's something more than that. Um, yeah, I think that really is an important part of that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, do you have any advice for Walnut students who would like to maybe be more active, but are struggling to figure out how or how to utilize, you know, all of our resources at Walnut, anything like that? I think the biggest thing is not being shy or just not staying quiet, or just staying quiet is like the biggest thing. 
Um, I also like when I was in Walnut and as a freshman started a club devoted to learning more about Islam just because there weren't many Muslims at the school and a lot of my friends didn't even know about Islam. And so I remember in the beginning, I didn't want to make it just because I thought it'd be like drawing attention to myself and I'm so different. Um, but once I got decided to go ahead and like go with the idea, I got so much support. It grew as a club and I realized there's so many people who actually wanted to learn about it. So I think the biggest thing is never to be shy to step out of your comfort zone. You'd be surprised at how many people are thinking just like you and how many people are interested in what you have to say. Um, using all the resources around you, like you don't even know, like every single teacher is ready to get behind you. Um, yeah, just things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a bit of a pivot, but I heard that you are writing a book. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Oh my God. Yeah. So it started off in quarantine just because I've always loved writing. I didn't really have an outlet for that. In Walnut, I was also part of the Chatterbox, but I haven't joined the newspaper at Ohio State yet. Um, again, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. It's just starting off kind of like, it's more of a personal story, I guess, like a coming of age, just about like how I've grown as a person. Because um, I feel like every person really does have their own story, even though that's really a cliche. It's so, so true. No one has had an experience like I have. No one has had an experience like you have. But I realized a lot of my college essays, I took really simple things, but they were interesting just because of how much like, detail I added to it or just because of how I saw so many things differently than other people did. And so, yeah, right now it's actually just a collection of stuff, like different experiences in high school, um, different relationships with people I have in my life. And yeah, I think it's going to be coming of age. It's not really interesting because it's not like a major plot thing happening right now. But I think even just telling your life story is interesting as is. Yeah, that sounds very, very cool. Um, so that's a, a huge thing that you're working on. And obviously your artwork is a huge thing. Do you have any the goals for the future? They can be really, really big picture ones for years from now or something you want to do next week. <laughs> yeah, so, well, for as long, the talking about like the art thing specifically, so I called it like POC, People of Color. Um, but I'm currently working on making it an official nonprofit. So I'm trying to do the paperwork for that. And I got a little busy with college over the semester, but over winter break, I'm trying to construct like a nice formal website so that we can do more large scales orders too, and like different sizes and have more variety and hopefully ship outside of America and outside of just even Ohio. And then as far as the book, I want to complete the book hopefully and find a publisher for that. So I'm working on that. And then another goal is just being more vocal um about everything in all areas I feel like even though I am very vocal about this because it's something I'm passionate about some other things I might get shy speaking out against I know like I recently just started wearing like the headscarf and that's something that's so like personal to me but just being comfortable talking about it I think that's one thing that I also like to be more vocal about um but yeah I think that's it yeah that is absolutely incredible um so if people want to go buy your artwork where would they find it yeah, so I have an Instagram. It's called poc.artwithanimpact. And so on Instagram, you can DM me. Um, like I said, I am working on the website, but I haven't made it yet. So I think Instagram would be the best way to reach me. Uh, I can also give out my phone number. It's 513-465-0832. You can even text me there. Um, and yeah, and I can go ahead and email you or send you like the artwork. Very, very cool. I'm, I'm sure lots of people will want to reach out. Um, and as soon as you have this website up and going and become a certified nonprofit, you have to let us know so that we can put that out there as well. Um, yeah. Um, 
Some kind of random questions, but what would you say you're proudest of that you've accomplished so far? It doesn't have to be with this artwork, but it absolutely can. Um, the proudest? Okay, well, I think in general in life, um, like I said, is just being and confident in myself. Um, when I started Moana, I didn't even want people to know I'm Muslim. I didn't want to look different. I wasn't even like I'm Pakistani and I wanted to kind of like just blend in. I hated that I was standing out. And then like two years later, like ninth grade, it went like 180 and I started a club centered around like what I believe in. So my biggest accomplishment is just being comfortable in my own skin and not just being like someone who embraces my culture, but I'm also proud of it. And it's something that I'm very vocal about. So I think that's my number one thing. And then also just trying to like self-start things. Like I said, like that club at Walnut, um, this like art thing. And Ohio State right now, actually, like I haven't publicized it, but with me and a few of my friends, we're trying to start Ohio State's like first ever like Muslim sorority. So I think that would be really cool just because there are a lot of people who are also from the same community, but they're not as comfortable about it. So just trying to create things that everyone can be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. I love how active you are. And I think becoming more confident is such an important part of life and definitely a coming of age story. So I can, I can see where your inspiration for your book is coming from. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything that we didn't talk about? Anything that you really feel like should be said? Um, no, I think that's all. I just hope everyone can hopefully take something from this and just always be who you are. And again, Walnut was such a large part of my life and I'll always have a special place in my heart for it. Absolutely. Yes. And congratulations on all you've accomplished. It's really, really yeah. great. Thank you, Maham, for taking the time to join us today on our first episode of the Awesome Alumni Podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in. The Chattercast is brought to you by The Chatterbox, a Walnut Hills student news production. Don't forget to check out our website, whhscbox.com where you can find an article about Maham written by our fine arts section editor, Izzy Zincini, as well as much more amazing work from the rest of our staff. Follow us on Instagram at WHHSCBox or on Twitter at also WHHSCBox. Again, thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to stay tuned for more awesome alumni episodes.